tell me I've nothing to do. It's good to see you. I must go. I know I'm a good friend. And with that, welcome back to a, a brand new episode of Warner Confessions. You can follow me on Twitter at film underscore wonder24. I did that again, my bad. Film underscore wonder. That's where I'm at there. Same for uh, film underscore wonder on Instagram. Um, you can um, follow me at No Captain Zero on Snapchat, and you can read um, what I haven't really published on WordPress.com, but I'll tell you anyway. Uh, FilmWonder.wordpress.com is, is where you can read my, my prior work. I'm, I'm going to start writing um, a review of Captain Marvel, which I did see. Um, I guess I can say last night, uh, but it's now it is now 12:40 p.m. on uh, now Friday. All I'm gonna say about it is I really enjoyed it. Uh, the story was good. story was really good. Uh, Brie Larson um, does what Brie Larson always does. Um, great screen presence, uh, perfect choice for uh, Karen De- Carol Danvers. I know very little about Captain Marvel, but I but I know um, when they first cho- chose her for the role, I I was like, because I don't really care or I don't really have an idea for who would likely be the best fit for set character, right? You know, people have all these ideas of, well, I think this is who should play this this, this character or that character. I mean, people think Tom Cruise or, or you know, there are talks that Tom Cruise is going to do Hal Jordan. And, you know, I love Tom Cruise and I respect to him, but, you know, Tom Cruise is kind of out there, man. He kind of needs somebody younger to play the role of, um, of, uh, of, uh, of Hal Jordan, you know? Like, you might want to go younger there. Um, Tom Cruise is he's a hero in his own right. <laughs> I mean, being Ethan Hunt, but it you know, and anyway, like I, I really, really, really enjoyed that film. Um, I don't want to do a ranking of it of like wh- where is it as far as MCU movies. It's like it's it's wherever the hell you wanted to put. It's you know it's, it's probably like second tier of like my, my uh, of like MCU films. But I won't even get into the whole ranking th- thing. Because I do have a I do have a couple things to talk about re- regarding uh, Captain Marvel. Um, you know the you know I guess the things she said. Um, you know the fact that she's you know taking it upon herself to you know acknowledge other you know black critics and brown critics. Um, you know critics who aren't white male. Um, so I think that's you know that's very cool of her to do that. Um, but. Um, yeah, man, um, I'm going to see this thing at least Sunday, and I will do a show on Sunday. Uh, God willing, I do, <laughs> you know, because I have been taking, I, I feel like I've been taking, you know, days off, and it's really because I've just been exhausted, and I'm on break, so um, I can sort of, you know, re, you know, replenish my, my body, my mind, and, um, you know, sort of get back sort of tweaking things. That's kind of why, that's kind of what I, I took this break from my job, um, is to, is sort of my find my my I guess find you know my my my, my thoughts back again. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of um, where I'm at with that. So um, yeah, it's it's been a good ride. Um, it's been a good it's been a good couple of days uh, to, to take off, and you know I'm gonna get back on it on Saturday and uh, 
back to work, and then I gotta wait another five months before I get another break. Um, but you know, it, it's it, it it comes with the territory. You know, it's what I I can I can even use what what vacations I get. And um, you know, this is just this is nothing but a stopgap for me to get you know my mind clear, and you know my body clear. And I and I have been working my body out, drinking a lot of water. I mean, I got water right now on my left side, left left of me. Um, you know, and um, just ready to go, ready ready to um, to do this. So um, I guess initially, I guess initially, um, before I get started with the show. Um, I can quickly talk about the Oscars um, real quick. Um, I didn't really put a show sheet for it, for it, but uh, yeah, um, I didn't watch the Oscars, but you know, I, you know, I, I kind of paid attention somewhat, you know, on my phone, and you know, I saw, you know, who was winning what, who was doing what, um, and long story short, uh, Black, I mean, Green Green Book won uh, Best Picture. Um, and before I get to Green Book, um, I want to congratulate um, Spider-Man's Best Spider-Verse, um, those, those folks there that did that film, um, Ruth Carter's uh, fantastic work on Black Panther winning the Costume Design Award. Um, that's, that's, a, that's a big deal. Marvel's um, Black Panther won two other awards as well. Um, um, that, was, that was great. Uh, Sprite Lee is an Oscar winner, though it's for, screen, it's for screenplay, but still, you're an Oscar winner forever. Um, Marshall Lee did it again. Uh, he won another supporting actor award for um, this time for Green Book. Um, there was a lot of highs um, for black and brown people. Um, you know, Alfonso Curion. Um, I just finished watching Roma um, yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, Wednesday. Um, not my favorite you know, Alfonso Curion movie, but I'm but but um, he he's a wonderful director, and I like the way he he films. Um, he takes shots, and um, he does a lot of great shots in that movie. Um, and I, it, for those that have not seen it, I will forewarn you that the movie does take a while to get good. Let me rephrase that. It takes a while for sort of like things to sort of hit the fan, rather. Because it's one of those movies where you really have to watch it because it's really slow. And But I think it's slow for that reason for you to, you know, sort of like, you know, Look out for like you know sort of like the aftermath that comes to take to, 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 it come to be like in the second half of the film. Um, it, it was a I really enjoyed. Well, I was I really enjoyed. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it well enough. But yeah, I mean, he deserves it. Um, he, he's a very very talented director, and I've been a fan of his since Children of Men, um, that movie, um, which a lot of people didn't watch, but um, apparently it's getting a cult classic um, uh, appeal. So. You know, good for him. Um, he, he he's one of, he's one of the best directors. Um, I shouldn't say going today, but you know, it's been he's one of the best best directors going on for quite a while. I mean, I mean, he ain't, he ain't a newbie. He's been around the, he's been on the block for a minute. I mean, he did Gravity Crying a lot. He saw how much of that movie made. But um, yeah, um, but um, I I guess. I didn't really have much of a thought of it. Like I know there was um, a couple of publications that were sort of like anti Green Book, and I can kind of understand because uh, the was it the writer I think Paul Longo, um, he had a couple of shit in his past. Um, you know, I guess some pro Trump stuff, and and um, you know Peter Farley had like you know 
thing in the past, and it kind of doesn't really surprise me very much because I, I, you know, there are stories about him looking at women's dress, sort of like as a joke, and you know, um, I don't know, showing his PP and whatever, and um, you know, he got embarrassed about it Be- because th- that's Peter Farrell. That's kind of the that's kind of the bread and butter of the Peter Farrell League, you know, um, you know, the Farrelly brothers uh, as a whole. Like they they had they kind of were the raunchy dudes that just did that shit. Um, was it Peter? I think it's Peter and Bobby Fairley. Um, Peter did uh, Green Book. Um, I mean, I like Green Book, and um, there was, you know, um, the performances of, you know, Mahershala and Viggo Mortensen basically hold the crew together. Um, I mean, it's really why I liked it. I mean, the movie itself um, is fine, um, but I was like, I, I guess I'm a sucker for, like, you know, ensemble cast. Um, you know, those those two guys are just talented people. Um, and I will say there, you know, the concern of, you know, um, Dr. Shirley was of much concern and it's a valid concern and it's a valid concern for this very reason, because I believe, I believe, um, and I might be wrong on this cause I don't have the quote right in front of me. Um, they were, well, um, one of the people were saying, um, 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 I lost my train of thought, I'm sorry. One of the people was saying, you know, that, um, I guess, you know, they were, I guess, thankful for Hugo Mortensen, um, which I'm like, okay, I mean, fine, but you, you do know, <laughs> you do know this movie was named after a Negro you know, how to get to where you need to go book because, you know, white people crazy and shit. <laughs> to not be put it so subtly, right? Like, it was a lot of shit. Um, and, um, you know, people were going gonna to get, gonna get got or black people were going to get got. Um, so, the, the, so the book was made for that reason. That's the long story short on the, on the, on the story of the Green Book. Um, and so, yeah, there was that, and then, you know, um, and apparently, you know, there were critics that were, you know, giving, you know, Green Book a thing, because I guess, you know, they, you know, they felt like, uh, we gotta give that book attention, sort of, sort of, not seem like we're, we're, you know, unbiased to, like, you know, movies that, um, don't, you know, disrespect the black experience. When you have fucking, um... Um, what's the name of that movie? Uh, a Black Klansman, like right sitting right there, you know. But uh, nah, we we don't we nah we don't want to touch that one because Black Klansman, you know, it, it deals with uh you know white folks you know uh who are with the KKK you know infiltrating, um you know state and local governments which you know kind of happened today you know um and I mean the movie was was literally a dedication to a white woman uh, who died in Charlottesville. Um, so he, it, it was kind of one of those things where it's like, I mean, I get you, but you know, um, shit. Um, so like, I can kind of see people being upset over it, but I, I just didn't really dwell over it very much cause I was kind of over it. I didn't, I don't, I didn't, nah, this is not to say I didn't know, I didn't think it was going to win best picture, but 
I kind of felt it was. Um, now, is Green Book a movie I watch again? Not really. But it's not a bad film either. I, want, I wouldn't... I wouldn't go that far to say that the movie is totally forgettable and terrible. It's it's kind of just one of those. It's it, it, I, I didn't really feel the movie. It kind of it, it didn't do a lot to ingratiate you know why audiences, and, and that's because I didn't really give a shit. To be quite honest, because if I were to be studying the fuck out of a movie like that, because okay of how it's it's going to make you know the majority of the country feel, yeah I. I kind of hate it more, but I, I didn't care because, you know, what was there worked for me. Um, but again, best picture worthy? No. But am I mad at one best picture? Not really. I understand the complaints, and I, I understand people who are upset, and I did retweet some of those complaints, but at the end of the day, um, honestly, it, it, it don't really matter. Um, um, it, well, let me rephrase that. It, I, mean, I, mean, I mean, it does matter. I mean, I mean, that movie's an Oscar winner for life, so it does matter. Um, but I can't study people's feelings on a film that, quite frankly, didn't really piss me off um, like it did some other folks. Like, you know, there are some other questionable, you know, best picture nominees, and I'm looking at you, Bohemian Rhapsody, your shit ain't that great, um, to be quite honest, and that movie, I, I, another movie, I was like, oh, damn, um, you have an actor basically acting his way, you know, into making this movie, um, you know, real good, and, you know, uh, that was the one and only Rami Malek, he, he did that shit, he, he did a great job, um, I thought. But I don't really have a feeling, you know, one way or the other as to, like, what, um, you know, who was going to win, who doesn't win. Like, I, I've kind of, I, I, I've gotten tired of the horse race aspect of the Academy Awards for this very reason. Because I get stressed out about it. And there's really no need for me to get stressed out about something that I can't control. So, I stopped giving a shit about it. I didn't want to come to that, but I, for my, for my peace of mind, excuse me, I had to, I had to kind of just push it to the side and just, you know, whatever's going to win and just let it run its course because there's nothing I, as a, as a, as a, as a film connoisseur can do about this. Nothing I can do about this shit. There's, it's like, what's the, why am I controlling this and for what, like for who, for what? It's just, it's pointless. And I don't want, the thing I, I've had to stop doing for my peace of mind is letting other people's opinions sort of, you know, control my view. And it's something I've had to slow, I've had to, you know, sort of like weave, weave, you know, weave out of my life since I watched Man of Steel in 2013. And, um, and you know it's work. It's it's work wonders for me because I don't really think about people's opinion. I do listen to podcasts here and there, but I kind of listen to it sort of passively. Like, oh, this is what this critic thought. Oh, it, it was really no big deal to me. 
um, it's like, I get it. It's like, okay, um, person acts like this movie. And it's like, you, you mad so-and-so said, it's like, no, um, not really. Because um, one, I do tend to like some of these film critics. So it, it don't, it, from that standpoint, I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of trying to see like the, the, the funny in it. And I'm kind of just trying to, s- just trying to listen. I'm just like, oh, you didn't like this. Oh, oh you didn't like this. All right, cool. It, it, it's fine. Um, you know, because I don't think those people are kind of just trying to say something to say something. I think they con- they gave a constructive opinion. You know, they, they, you know, watched it, parsed it, you know, thought this or that of it. But I never did the thing where I'm like, oh, man, I think they're just haters. No, no, no. They, you know, I listen to, I don't want to say the name of the podcast, but, you know, But um, it, it's a three-person podcast. I'll just I'll say that much. And um, let's say one of the reviews was um, let's say Vice, right? Which I kind of noticed that some critics, um, I guess they weren't really all there for Vice. I guess they thought it, it was too funny or it was it was too you know. I guess it, it was taking what was a pretty, pretty fucked up uh, part of our history, America's history. You know, it was, it was too tongue in cheek. I mean, I didn't really mind it because I, I guess the way sort of the movie was foretold, like, like it's kind of crazy that um, the vice president of um, when W was uh, president um, is and is like, damn, this dude got more control than the president. <laughs> And, you know, Adam McKay, who I thought does did a really good job with, you know, the big short, same thing here. Um, they took what was pretty significant subject matter in our history, um, in America's history, and put it in a comedic way in which it doesn't just take over the film, but it kind of, it, it puts it all into perspective. And it doesn't really give you that cutesy this is who we looked up to. It didn't do what W did, which I guess what I, I kind of understood what Officer was trying to do, but it just wasn't working because one, you're doing it as under this band's second term, sort of like some, some vendetta mission. And two, it just wasn't a good film. Like it just was not a good film. It, it had, it had a great cast, but I mean, there's not much you can do with a movie like that one. It's kind of just there. And that's what I thought W was. It was a movie that was just there. And Vice didn't do that. And, you know, some critics are like, oh, but it was too funny. It was too this and too that. Um, you know, I understand those complaints, but it, it, for me, it didn't it didn't really fuck with me. Because, um, honestly, I don't think you could do the, you know, American hero uh, narrative with a, with, you know, with a, thick, with a guy like Dick Cheney. You just can't. You can't do it. Because, honestly, I think people would not like that movie. I wouldn't either. I would not like that film. So you had to put. So for me, I, I was kind of glad it kind of did a satirical ish, but you know, sort of on the nose take on this man. Um, but yeah, that movie was nominated. Uh, Rome was nominated. Um, but it was kind of. It was kind of. I will admit it was a bit disheartening that Bill Street didn't get love, even though Virginia King didn't win Best Supporting Actress, which awesome. 
was probably, I'm kind of mad Will isn't getting it all, but I guess, you know, I guess, I don't know if that was sort of like, you know, you know, a next out um, of the running, um, so to speak. Um, so that was strange. But, you know, I guess that was my two cents on the, on the, on the Academy Awards. So there's that. Give me one second. Okay, I'm back. Um, yeah, I had to take a quick break. Um, I had to, well, actually, I had to check my phone. Um, but okay, well, I'm gonna. I guess what I was really gonna talk about tonight um, um, was, um, yeah, man, Steven Spielberg. I feel is a fucking hypocrite. I mean. I mean, there's this thing in the news with him wanting to sort of like change the criteria of what uh, I guess how a film, I guess acknowledge, I guess for I guess for awards or stuff. Uh, like, I, long story short, like basically he doesn't feel that streaming uh, services deserve sort of a seat at the table, so to speak. So like, I know Netflix, I think apparently, or you know, they've already done it already, you know. I guess they're part of the um, most picture uh, association. Most picture, I guess the not the the God, I forgot the. I let me look at the acronym. I can't do it off the cuff. <laughs> uh, I forgot the name. Um, like I know the purpose of the MPA. I just don't know the acronym. Okay, uh, the most picture association of America. Basically, the most major associations in America, you know, they basically give your movie, gives gives the movies, you know, the ratings they deserve, right? Um, so that's what they are. That's what they do. Um, um, so, um, what was I going to say? Um, so, yeah, like... So with Netflix, you know, being on it, pretty much got getting a seat at the table um, with Disney, with um, uh, Warner Brothers, with Sony. I was gonna say Fox, but Fox would be absorbed into Disney, so um, they kind of don't matter anymore. So like, you know, the Paramount, you know, just the the probably the big four of Universal. So you know, Universal slash Comcast. Um, and I should say Warner Brothers slash AT and T because that's who owns them now. Um, so like those five studios who um, you know juxtaposed to Netflix, which is like you know the, the the new you know the new person coming on the campus, you know trying to change things. And you know I do feel like there's this this is like this thing where like Spielberg and even to a certain extent, and I love him, um, Christopher Nolan. Um, now he hasn't really said anything, but I'm kind of using Nolan sort of like I'm putting him in the discussion because I think he and Spielberg and I think a couple other like film directors sort of like feel a way that, okay, the best way to watch a movie is in a theater, you know, cause sort of, that's sort of like how, you know, people have this wonderment with cinema and how cinema should always be provided to only the big screen. The thing about movies and the thing about life is it's always changing, it's always evolving, and you can't always stick with a formula that, for all intents and purposes, you really can't take with you. I mean, at the moment, like you can't watch Captain Marvel anywhere but a movie theater for, for the moment because one, 
they got to go through the channels to you know to put it to digital um where we're gonna put it out you know um you know and it'll probably come out like three months later or something like that you know probably you know sometime in may or june um it's probably gonna put it out and you you know um the the thing i was gonna say is um thing I was going to say is um, Steven Spielberg used to be the imaginate, imaginative fantastical director guy. He, that used to be him. You know, with his hooks, with his you, you know, you know ties to Gremlins because he was presenting Gremlins because Joel Dante directed Gremlins back in 84. You know, Jaws, like, you know, I mean, you know, movies like that, you know, where, you know, the blockbuster era of films, you know, was, you know, sort of coming, you know, becoming, and Jaws was a, was a big, you know, big a big thing for that, and it's sort of like this thing I'm kind of noticing lately where people are kind of just, it's like, I don't know if they're being forgetful or just being absolute dicks about it, but it reeks, it reeks of revisionist history. It's like, how are you going to be the guy the guy who's directed Indiana Jones, Ready Player One, um, Minority Report, um, AI, um, what, um, I don't know, I thought that was a BFG, but I'll put the I'll put the BFG in there anyway. Um, what are the visionary? Uh, Jurassic Park, the, the first two Jurassic Parks. We'll, we'll say, like he's directed all of these movies and it's sort of like he's like okay no i did this thing it needs to be done my way when my dude you directed these movies and now you're kind of like no well giving netflix this much power is going to hurt them well here's my retort to that why do you have this much power then like isn't it funny that the guy who was kind of like the, you know, the, you know, the, 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 the revered director becomes the very thing he despised. It's funny. It's funny to me. It's like, how are you going to be the one to, to make the determining factor that streaming services should not have a seat at the table when you at one point were probably, probably trying to get, get be at the seat at the table. Oh, forgot he directed Color Purple. For crying out loud, like he directed the fucking Color Purple. Um, so it's like uh, Hook. It's like Spider pointing Spider Man, pal. Like you did all these fantastical, if not revered movies, and it's like so like Netflix can't do it um, because reasons. Reasons I don't want to say. Because if I say them, then, oh, man, people would probably not, you know, count on me anymore, which is bullshit because you're Stephen fucking Spielberg. You always, you will always get a seat at the table, no matter how many things I may disagree with. Like, hell, you said that comic movies will die the way of the Western, and it's been, two, it's 2019 now, and Marvel Studios has not died a horrific death yet. They've had a couple of stuff bumps in the road, but that was like the beginning of, of the Marvel Studio venture. Um... But um, 
yeah, man, um, you can't do that. Like, you can't say, well, these things shouldn't be my word or high word when you're, in fact, doing the very thing that you're preventing something new and different coming into it because you're afraid that your time will be forgotten when, in fact, it will be quite the opposite. Like, Spielberg's movies are probably one of the most, like, looked up to, revered um, um, spectacle film, spectacles, like, you know, that has ever graced a cinema. You know, his movies, you know, the Back to the Future movies, and how Robert Zemeckis is still trying to catch that genie in the bottle, and he keeps failing up. Like, he hasn't had a successful movie since Flight. Crying it out, and and I was watching Morgan tomorrow, and it's like, and he's basically replicating Back to the Future, and fucking Happy Death Day to You did that better than his, than that little movie did. Like, like, come on, like, like, no, 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 like, it can't be that, you know. I, I guess there's another direct. I guess I don't know if a lot. I don't know how many directors feel the way he does, so I'm not going to specify and say. Okay, Ridley Scott feels the same way, or, or, or um, um, you know, um, you know, Michael Mann. I don't, I don't know how he feels. I mean, Michael Mann hasn't made a fucking movie since since Black Hat, which which was which was bomb, by the way, box office bomb. Um, but you know, I you know, again, I cite Nolan because you know Nolan loves you know Kodak films. He loves you know, um, what's the word? He he likes an analog you know, film, but he loves IMAX, which, you know, IMAX is kind of state-of-the-art technology. That's just kind of, it is state-of-the-art. I mean, why do you think Marvel Studios loves filming all those cameras? Because when you get more of the screen into, you can do more with those cameras than you can do with a face, with a digital or even an analog camera. You can do more with an um, IMAX camera than you can do with an 8mm, you know, 32mm, 40 you know, you can do way more with that technology you can do with, you know, the, the, the you know, the screen, the, 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 uh, ca- the cameras that, you know, we've all grown up watching, you know, and I, and I, I do feel like there is this thing, this, this thing in which I won't be surprised if, like, you know, your, your, your theater lobbies, you know, your Cinemarks, your AMCs, your Regal Cinemas, your, um, what's another, uh, theater um i guess those are gotta be the big three right so like those three i think they are afraid that they'll be forgotten but but the thing is you're a theater lobby and nothing really won't happen to you it'll just be you'll have to compete a lot more now for more seats and you know 2019 has not been a great start to you know to movie season it's just it has not um you know, Lego Movie Two didn't do is not doing very well right now. Alita: Battle Angel, I, I guess, sort of exceeded expectations, but still, it's gonna it's it it's it didn't do well at the box office, and you know, and I'm seeing it's not doing very well in China. Um, um, so you know, any assurities that them get a sequel is probably null and void. Um, you know, Split Split made money, but Split underperformed to. Glass split, not glass. Glass underperformed to expectations of the, of um, Blue House and Universal. Um, like, and you're seeing these things, and you're and you're kind of wondering, well, is it because uh, is there box office fatigue 
I'm like, and I, I'm, a, I'm of two minds with that. Um, I don't think it's necessarily box office fatigue. I think it's, it's that you have more choices now. And, and it's funny that, you know, Spielberg and James Cameron and Tony Gilroy, you know, have said some very questionable things about comic movies. Guess who's saving the industry? <gasps> comic movies. Aquaman. Uh, Spider-Man to the Spider-Verse. Um, Captain Marvel, which I'm gonna assume is gonna do very well uh, this weekend. Um, I don't have a, I don't have the Thursday numbers in front of me, but I, I, I won't be surprised. My theater was pretty packed when I saw it. You know, on a rare seven o'clock, um, which I rarely see movies at seven o'clock while I'm off. But this morning I took the chance. I saw it at seven o'clock. It's funny. Um, you know that film, and um, you know there's countless others. Um, of course, Infinity War and, and, you know, even Star Wars to a certain extent, like The Last Jedi and Rogue One and Force Awakens, you know, come to mind. Um, Solo, unfortunately, unfortunately did do that, but Solo still made a profit because of, of merchandise. Um, but it, it's, it's a competition thing, and I think a lot, I think um, directors... They don't want to compete with this new pack of people who are hungry and driven. Unlike, you know, Spielberg and Nolan and others who just want to basically just keep what's been going so they can keep that thing going. When, you know, I'm pretty sure the dreams of, of D. Reeves, for example, who directed, uh, I forget the name of the movie she directed, um, Mudbound, that's the name of the movie she directed. You know, just using her as an example, I'm pretty sure she has aspirations to not just direct, you know, the big screen, but, you know, Netflix gives plenty of directors an opportunity to, you know, put their stories out in places where they won't be allowed to do their thing in studios, because I'm pretty sure not a lot of these studios want to do, you know, those films, they don't want to do the movies that Ava DuVernay is going to be doing, you know, she's doing her, um, uh, her, her, her limited series from Netflix, uh, regarding Central Park 5, um, you know, that's a big deal, <clears throat> so you have, I mean, you have those, and I know she's got a contract with Warner Brothers, so she's, she'll, she'll be fine either way, but still, you know, you want a place to put your dreams and your goals on Netflix, Hulu, you know, potentially Disney Plus, um, you know, Shudder, like Shudder's like they're getting into they're getting into the original, you know, series stuff. And they're doing a damn good job of it, I might add. Like, you know, I've watched a couple of their movies, like they're not they're not, they're not half bad. They're not half bad. Um you know, and I think the fear of like especially when the quality of these movies, especially Netflix movies, Net Hulu, and of course Shutter, you know, when their quality, you know, re, you know, you know, gets up to like, like to like motion picture standard. I think that is, I think, I think that resistance will continue to go because, you know, these people don't want to be forgotten because, you know, you know, the, what the lobby fears is, you know, lower ticket prices. Now they love money, but when you don't have a lot of houses buying tickets, you know, you know, they're going to worry, but it's also their fault too, because they haven't adapted. It's like GameStop, 
GameStop bought all these gaming um, uh, stores and bought the Babbages, electronic boutiques. You know, they bought all these gaming studios, and and now they're basically trying to survive because Microsoft and Sony and and even Nintendo are like, okay, digital's the wave, and GameStop is out here slowly adapting to that change and adapting up, and they're gonna start losing a lot of stores because. No one's buying their games there when you can buy your shit literally on Xbox Live, you know, PS Plus, whatever their platform's called, and Nintendo Switch's online platform. And even the motion picture industry hasn't really adapted to that. Now, I know they said something to the effect of, like, you know, we want to put, you know, our movies sort of, like, on, on, on streaming services. And I get the temptation to do that. Here's the problem. If you're gonna charge something like that for like fifteen bucks, I might as well go to the theater to do it. So, plus I don't know what they're, what they're gonna get in returns as well. I don't know how that's gonna work out. Um, I know any movies are doing that. Um, you know, I know they're doing that. It's some it's some it's some progress. Not a lot of them are, but I, I've seen a couple of them do that. But I I don't I don't understand. I don't what I don't get is like. How can you not see this as a benefit and you kind of look at it it as a threat? Because let's say there's a chance. Let's say Chris Nolan is offered the opportunity to do something on Netflix. You think he's going to keep shitting about them? Especially if they're offering them tons of money? Like, I'm surprised I haven't heard Mark Scorsese say anything about it. And he's doing The Irishman, which is is fucking expensive. It's It's like $150, $200 million movie. Uh, like yo, like and, and he's like, hey, we're gonna throw let's make money on it. We're gonna get, you know, we're gonna get Joe Pesci out of retirement, you know, from uh, you know him doing, you know, take care of his horses. We're gonna get the mirror. We're gonna get Al Pacino. We're gonna do this thing, you know, you know, three, you know, three OGs of like, you know, a time mafia like cinema lore to do this shit. Um, and it's just like I don't, I don't. I, I guess what astounds me is like the fear and not and not the and not the want to to innovate because it should be right there for them to do it and it's like they don't want to do it and it's like but you guys are like the innovators of your time and you're rejecting this because you're scared of this thing and you think this thing is going to take is going to take um take um take your crown away and it's like it's like why are you so 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 afraid of um um of um of this like like why why are you um so unwilling to cooperate with something that can you know benefit you in the long run because real talk like if Chris Nolan is doing a Netflix movie <laughs> dog man and I'm not the biggest net fan of Netflix movies I, cause and, and Romo's really good um, I like Koga you know Paradox I know people aren't biggest fans of that but you know whatever um, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it um 
for what it was. Um, I like those movies a lot. But a lot of people didn't really like it. Like it, you know. Bright was like one of those. Bright was not my cup of tea, but I didn't hate Bright. And Bird Box was same thing. It was a film. It was fine. It came out. It was it was serviceable. Um, big cast, um, p- pretty colors, but basic story, which is what it was. Underwhelming. Now you don't want something like that to be, you know, pedestrian and underwhelming. And you know, unfortunately, you know, breath of, you know insatiable material you don't want that to happen to your project to to your product or you know um you know your baby i guess um but um yeah man um this is gonna be an interesting time man um with um the the onslaught of streaming media you know and, um, you know, theaters resisting and, you know, Spielberg resisting and potentially other, you know, directors resisting. And um, I don't think this is going to go away. And honestly, I think Steven can do all he wants to to um, push back on it. But, yo, new wins out and it just it takes a minute. Um it's not going to be, you know, it's like what Obama said. Um, it, it, it's not going to happen overnight. Nothing happens overnight. Um, and eventually these, these motherfuckers are going to have to step out of the way or they're going to have to adapt. You know, don't be GameStop. You adapt your shit. Um, same for retailers. You don't adapt your shit. Like, I don't think people are going to stop going to Target or Aldi. Like, they're gonna have to adapt, and I think they're doing it. Like fucking Aldi has Instacart, crying out like they've adapted, you know, because not a lot of people can, you know, go to a store to get get their food, you know, because you know people have you know, di- you know, sort of like you know physical challenges, you know, um, or just they don't want to go, you know, go to a store or shop, you know, you might want to you might want to get your shit transported, you got to pay extra because. They're delivering it to you, and you know they're paying you know it's gas and shit. So, yeah. Um, but you, but you, you, you have to adapt to this. If you don't, you, 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 there won't be a life for you in in this in this industry. There will be nothing. And um, having nothing is not is something is something uh, you you don't want to deal with. So. You know, you definitely want to adapt to um, the standards that are ever changing on a daily basis. And um, yeah, that's kind of it on that, really. Um, and I just got, and, a, and of course, I got one quick. I have a couple quick words about um, sort of like the, you know, the um, on uh, Brie Larson and um, Captain Marvel. Again, see Captain Marvel. I thought it was really good. Um, but um, this whole thing of like um, she's um, well, she's making us feel bad about about uh white men. And it's like, well, for starters, um, you know, she didn't. I, I remember she didn't initially say, you know, I didn't want to shun black white men. But um, yeah, man. Um, I hope Twitter or like social media doesn't get on this damn tirade about 
how the movie makes me feel. I don't want to get into a last year that situation again. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure people were, were like, well, well, this thing, the movie didn't make any sense. I'm like, well, I mean, the movie kind of tells you, you know, what's going on. And if you're too busy trying to get your take, then, then you just won't like it. Um, I mean, people do, some people were doing it with Eminem lost a crowd loud. It's like, it's not that deep. It's like, maybe it's an internal issue you're dealing with, but it's, I'm telling you, it's not the film. It's just you, you have a shortcoming. Um, that you want them to be able to do every like every every like chess move to move away from the answer. It's like it's like me use a me use an analogy and like a sports analogy. A sports analogy, but I guess I guess let's say let's say it's Peyton Manning, right? You know Peyton Manning. You know throughout his his great NFL career, you know was stymied by not being a Super Bowl champion, right? Um, so like. He eventually wins it, right? And, you know, the people that were saying he can't win the big one, can't win the big one, are now saying, well, he's got to win it again for really to, to prove that it's um, legitimate. When you have to realize your initial statement was he couldn't win it, so therefore I I haven't seen him do it. He can't, he can't do it. He doesn't. And then you conveniently say do it again because you weren't impressed by his QB rating. Which is funny because these same motherfuckers were like, "Well, the the, the Colts can't run the, can't, you know, can't stop the run and aren't can't aren't, you know, can't play if it's the, you know, can't you know, can't play you know, grinded out football games." And guess what? They won a grinded out game against the Ravens, in which both teams traded seven field goals. You know, with the Colts getting five to the Ravens two. Um. And Peyton was sloppy in that game through two picks, but Peyton was pretty was money on third down, especially the third and five pass, in which the Ravens sent five in his ass. And he threw a basically a pretty shitty throw to, you know, Dallas Clark, which Dallas Clark you know, miraculously caught. Um like, you know, and it's that thing. It's like, um people say they want a thing until they have to deal with the consequences. Well, not the consequences, but or deal with the the after effects of that thing, they they say they want more diversity, and then they are like, "Well, I don't want to lose my position," and therefore you don't really want your business to grow now, do you? And you don't want your social to grow now, do you? And you don't want you know movies that are you know, which is a female lead, you know, to be in the film, you know, you know, shit like that. Um, which, you know, Captain Marvel, I thought, did a great job of, you know, ingratiating the audience with not just um, Carol Danvers, it, it, you know, it's, you know, the Rambos, like, I, I thought, and I'll, I'll talk about it on Instagram um, in a written review, and I'll do a, do a longer written review um, on WordPress probably this weekend coming up, and I'll, I'll put it out there, but... Um, I also say this movie doesn't really hold your hand either. Um, it doesn't really need to. Um, it's a lot of fun, and um, I wouldn't really pay attention to you know reviews that sort of like are saying you know, well, um, I thought it was predictable because it didn't do things I was doing or this or that. It's again, it's it's the movement of the goalpost thing. It's like you're you're trying to find ways not to be satisfied, and uh, you you can't help those people. You know, it, you know it's it's. 
it's 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 useless. It's like why video people who just are constantly looking for ways to be, um, you know, miserable day in day out, and it's just it's you know those people are just not worth your time. So you know, like you know, long story short on that, like not even it's not so much the haters that just. They're just agitators that just need something to do, I guess. You know, and in the quote Jason Taylor, you know, those people need a hug and a hobby. So, and maybe being a film critic is not what they need to be. Well, just being a film connoisseur is what they need to be. Uh, you know, because without you know shitting on film, they they have no they have no other talent. It's like it's like why why do this then? I mean, I guess I don't know if the money's good or not, or just you just, you just want to be a narcissistic motherfucker. You know, talking and talking and talking and talking. But um, yeah, man. Um, uh, this is a good episode, uh, and it's a good time to stop here. Um, again, film underscore wonderer, Twitter, Instagram, uh, film wonderer dot wordpress dot com. No captain zero on Snapchat. Um, you can follow me at those various places. You can read my works at uh, of course wordpress, like I just said. Um, I don't know what I'm going to talk about Sunday. I might break down Captain Marvel in some way, shape, or form, but I don't know if I want to break it down when I'm gonna talk about it in you know various platforms. So, but I'll, I guess I'll, I guess I'll have my piece. I, I might talk about you know sort of like the mid credits probably or or something about the film. Um, but um, again, see it, enjoy it. Like your kids will love it, you know, adults will love it. Um, and, um, I think it'll have good legs. Um, I do wonder how week three is going to be. Um, cause, um, I think us is going to make a run for this money. But on that note, um, thank you for listening. Um, take care and, uh, see y'all soon. Or listen to y'all soon. Or I'll, I'll present one of these ones soon. Um, so y'all take care. Peace.